What's going on? It is your good sis Liz, and I am back with another episode. No music intro, but there will be a closing gem at the end, so stick around for that. If you are feeling like, why are these people going through that, and I'm over here going through this, or why did things feel harder for me and not others, this one is for you. For the past couple of weeks, I've been attending four 6 a.m. weekday gym classes and one 8 a.m. weekend class. My goal has been five days of workout with two rest days. This has been a dramatic change to my normal workout routine over the years, which included no set time to work out. Literally, in between hours of 8 a.m. and 1 a.m., I would just get up and go to the gym. I would usually run outside or use the elliptical. I never really did any consistent and intentional strength training. But I put that on pause when I heard God's whisper to me get louder and louder and louder. At the end of last year, he said, I need you to prepare. I don't know about you, but I don't like feeling as if I need to prepare for something and then I choose not to. And then I potentially miss out on an opportunity because I wasn't ready. Or God allows it to come to pass and I fumble the opportunity. Or there's a rough transitional period because God allowed it to come into my presence And it's rougher than the transition I would have had had I just been getting prepared in the first place. Some of the ways in which God told me to prepare include creating even more moments to rest. I thought I had that on lock, but God said no. Like fully put everything down, block myself off from the world and its demands, and rest. I was told to fast periodically, and I'm not talking one to two days I mean, these Jones are like 7 to 21 days. Spend more time with God, of course. And then lastly, take care of my body in more ways than one. I decided, you know what? I'm going to be obedient this time around and just do it. No back and forth with God about it. No procrastination. No cutting corners. It can be extremely hard to prepare consistently for something you cannot visibly or physically see, but you can spiritually feel that is coming. So I feel for anybody who's in this process right now, keep it up. And I'm not talking about preparing for a week. I'm talking about you getting yourself in the trenches of preparing until that thing comes to pass, whatever it is. For you, I don't know if you're supposed to be working on your health, writing a book, starting a podcast, actually writing clear and detailed notes and plans for those ideas that keep floating around in your head taking a class, or simply continuing something you already got started on. Whatever it is, I need you to feel this conviction right now for you to get on it and prepare. Now, back to me. (laughs) So, so far, my process has been good overall as well as a huge adjustment. I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't feel my body yelling at me like, yo, you're bugging for switching things up on me like this. Then I have to talk back to my body like, Look, dog, I haven't been treating you right. I want to show you another side of life. You'll be all right. It'll be worth it. I promise. The reason that I feel like I'm able to stay disciplined in this now, though, is because I have a lot of experience being unsuccessful with doing this in the past. And I'm tired of going hard for a period and falling short and then constantly wondering, what if? What if I would have stayed consistent? What if I strengthened my mind to push through? For someone who needs to hear this, if you recently feel like you failed at completing something or you fell short of something, assess it, 
considerate experience for the next time. Take a brief break, dust yourself off, and then get back into it with the experience that you gained before. Anyway, the other day I was in the gym, and for what I'm doing, it's a community of people, and we rotate different workouts while the instructor monitors everyone and assists if needed. I'm usually the one the instructors come to because I'm still learning the technical rules of how to operate gym equipment while trying to get my body to process this new routine and all these weights. So for me, I have a physical struggle and a mental battle going on. Now, mind you, I looked around on this particular day and there's this woman who comes in late every day. She barely does the warm-up activities. And these are the things that the staff stressed to me about when I first was signing up. They said, you need to be on top of these things. Be on time. And if you miss the warm-ups, you don't work out. I took that seriously. She also typically has an attitude. And lastly, I noticed that when the instructor would turn around, she would stop working out or just slack off. Meanwhile, I felt like someone was always watching me. And I'm sitting here thinking, she's not challenging herself at all, but y'all are steady in my face challenging me. I let it go. I also started thinking, I'm grateful that others can see the potential in me to do more. And they encourage it. I'm grateful for being in this space in which I don't want to cut corners with my life or my body. I want to go hard developing self-discipline and good physical and mental health. I want to treat my body as a gift. After all, it's the vessel that is used to do so much. For God, for others, for myself. On the way home, I thought of this scripture. Luke 12, 48. But someone who does not know and then does something wrong will be punished only lightly. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return. And when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. So I broke this down in three parts. First, but someone who does not know and then does something wrong will be punished only lightly. I said, all right, fine. You know, just thinking about it. If you have a toddler child and then you have a teenager and they both do something wrong, your child toddler punishment, it, it would not be the same as the punishment that you would give to your teen. They haven't developed or matured in many areas, so it wouldn't be right. Second, when someone has been given much, much will be required in return. Now, when we get beyond toddler and teen stage and realize that as an adult, we have all been given certain gifts, we shouldn't waste time with these. We should give unto others. And by gifts, I don't mean just money. Sure, you can be a good steward and giver of money. But you can also be a good steward and giver of time, attention, access to resources and connections you may have or know. You can serve, teach, encourage, lead, share your wisdom and knowledge. Third, and when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. This one sounds the same as the previous one, but I don't know. Something just jumps out at my spirit like, oof, this is, this is a little greater. Like if I give you a gift, I hope that you do the right thing with it. But if I entrust you with a gift, I trust that you will fulfill a certain responsibility with this. I'm turning this over to you. I'm investing in you. I'm trusting you. With the extra level of responsibility and trust, there's maturity, strength, and wisdom involved. And a lot of times, others around you won't even notice the maturity, strength, and wisdom involved while we're doing the right thing. Ah, Digesting this passage yet again in my life, but with you all this time. 
while knowing that there are others around us appearing to not be putting in the effort or being good stewards of what they have. I tell you one thing, when this workout challenge is done, we're going to see the fruits of the labor. We're going to see what that reward looks like. On a deeper note, one thing about God, he's not like a fitness instructor lapping around a gym to individually see who's doing what. He's got his eyes on all of us at all times. And I truly pray that if you are under the sound of my voice, you move and operate with intention. Enjoy your blessings along the way, of course, but no more cutting corners from here on out. Because if our time to transition from this life were to come today or tomorrow, I want all of our spirits to feel good knowing that we constantly chose growth over stagnancy. And in our maturity, we respected and appreciated all of what we've been given, and we did what God wanted us to do with it. I pray this episode blessed you, and I pray it sticks with you. I pray that God speaks louder within you on what he wants you to be working on. I pray that you're obedient and following up on what he needs you to work on. I pray that you're kind to yourself in the moments you aren't perfect in fulfilling it. Amen. And now for the closing gem. As much as I wanted it to be Uncle Ben talking to Spider-Man during their man-to-man car convo, with great power comes great responsibility. I'll leave you with this. It's a mix between Wendy Nicole Anderson and Joyce Meyer. Be a good steward over your current blessings so that you can be trusted to receive an increase. And always remember, we are stewards of what God has provided for us. We're not owners. Until next time, take care.